Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. I see, I see a man. Come on, tell us more. What does the crystal ball reveal? A bearded man, a sailor. What? A beautiful stranger approaches. Oh, she has wonderful jewels. But, oh! What what is it? An accident. He will fall. He will fall! He will fall! Now the merry month of May For Steve Cuckoo Which are you more like, Captain? If you could just hear yourself Leave that squirrel alone, Snowy The woodland flowers Sweet smelling us Breathe deeply, didn't it? Mm. Air so pure and sparkling, you could drink it. Mm. Look, Captain, through here. There's the answer. Disgusting. That felt from the hood. The mystery barnacle. Some people seem to be attracted by the thing. They're gypsies, Captain. Oh, gutter snipes. I said leave that squirrel alone, Snowy. Thundering typhoons lying over there. That's no squirrel. You'll take right. Come on, Captain, quickly. A little gypsy girl. I do know my humans from my rodents, you know, Tintin. She's out cold. She must have tripped over the brambles and bumped her head on the tree. She's coming round. You haven't cut yourself, have you? There's no blood. She must have wandered away from that camp. I can't say I blame her. Hello, little goose. Mama. Please don't be frightened. We'll take you back to your parents. Can you stand up? I'm a little chaffinch. That's it. You're just a bit groggy, eh? Now, I'm a little mouse. Eek, 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 eek. Captain, could you turn yourself into something a little more useful, like a mule? Then we can give her a ride back to the camp. Look, Pedro. The sailor I we found her in the woods. She must have fallen over, bumped her head. Oh, you are a good man. You crossed my palm with silver, and I will tell your fortune. Uh, no, no, thanks. Look, I think you should let the doctor see her. She's obviously suffered concussion. I suppose you think we have money to pay for a doctor. Uh, Quiet, Mike. Let me talk to these gorgios. Gorgios? If you're not a Romany, then you're a gorgio. Oh, just a little kind, sir. Otherwise, you will suffer great misfortune. Not as much as you, by the look of things. Now, look here. If you take my advice, you'll camp somewhere else. And not on this rubbish dump. In the first place, it's unhealthy. Do you imagine we enjoy living surrounded by filth? I said be quiet, Mike. Listen, sailor. How did you know I was a sailor? We know many things. This sailor was the only place where the police would let us camp. Oh, so that's it. Now, you are not staying here. No, no, no. You're not staying here because... Uh, because there's a large meadow near our hall. You can move in there whenever you like. In the meantime, keep an eye on your little one. Good day to you. Bye. He is the one. The man in my ball. He is kind. I see through his kindness in his heart. He despises us. Yes. It is only the lull before the storm. Stranger already approaches. Soon there will be. Oh, 
Wembley. A terrible disaster. Oh, most terrible disaster. The Adventures of Tintin by Hergé. Dramatized by Simon Eastwood. The Castafiore Emerald. To the editor from Tintin, famous boy reporter. Subject, mystery at Marley's White Hall. Our recent adventures have taken us to the four corners of the world, so it was with great happiness that Snowy and I accepted Captain Haddock's invitation to spend the summer at Marley's White Hall. But if only we had heard the gypsies' warning, we would have known it would be a summer we would never forget. Are you coming down to join us? No, no, I'm coming down to join you. <laughs> if he wanted to come down that quickly, why didn't he slide down the banister? Poor oh, Cuthbert, anything broken? Yes, yes, a piece several inches long. Oh, Mr. Barnacles, we'll have to get to the hospital. Sir, I think the professor was referring to the marble step. Ah, Nesta, the confounded things still not repaired. When's that sluggard of a builder coming? I telephone constantly, sir, and he assures me he'll come, but he never does. Well, I'll show you how to deal with it. Take the drinks, throw into the lounge, and stop. Right, you are, sir. Now, Cuthbert, up again. It's time for a whiskey. You look like you need a drink. <laughs> I agree. A terrible stink, but I didn't want to say anything. Hello, it's Mr. Bolt speaking of boats, the builders you can trust. I, well, yes, of course, it's extremely dangerous. Well, it's a sudden rush of work, sir. Well, sudden rush of accidents if I don't watch out. Oh, yeah, no, all right, all right. I'll, I'll be along tomorrow, sir. First, first thing, yes, sir. You can, re you can rely on me, sir. Yes. Oh, See, Nestor? I've shot his bolt. <laughs> Just a touch of fireness, that's all. I hope you were listening in. Jim, I thought you said whiskey. Post, dear. Ginger beer, I do wish you'd make up the mind. Oh, a letter from Chang in London. Sends you his regards. <laughs> oh, what a nice lad he is. Now, where's my monocle? Yes, you have dropped it on the wall. Nestor, be a good man. Fetch me a spare. They're upstairs. Very good. Another spare. letter. Yes. Now, you'll never guess who from. Uh, Bianca Castafiore. The dear old Milanese nightingale. Oh, my beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> What does a delightful creature have to say? That she'll be coming to stay at Marlin, Spike. Castafiore, <laughs> here! Nestor, hurry up with that monocle! My dear young Tintin, it is so long since blah, 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 need to escape from the press, blah, 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 as your simple and unaffected friend. I humbly invite myself to Marlin, Spike Hall, blah, blah, blah. I shall arrive on the 16th. Mr. Marcus, that's the day! Cataclysm, calamity, catastrophe, all hands on deck, a battleship, every man for himself. Uh, Captain, there's a little postscript for you in large letters. Uh, kindest regards to Captain. Well, that woman never get my name right. Haddock, by thunder, Haddock. Calm down, Captain. Captain? Mess up. How many times have I reminded you about that step? Oh, sorry, sorry, sir. Your monocle. Not now, Nestor. Pack my bags, assistant. I must be out of this house in half an hour. Very good, sir. Ah, Nestor, a word of advice. Watch out for that step. Uh, but, Captain, where will you go? I don't know. Milan, perhaps. 
I never dared go there in case I met that thundering typhoon. Oh, 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 get her, Graham Despar. Looks like I'll have to pack myself. Oh, but... Uh... There's no use protesting. I'm off. Yes, but watch out for the... Yes, yes, I know. For the... It's rather a nasty sprain, I'm afraid. Poor Captain. Tomorrow, I'll put it in plaster. In plaster? A sprain, Dankle? Doctor, I'm leaving today for Italy. Oh, no, no, out of the question. Ask from tomorrow, you'll be in plaster for two weeks. Two weeks? I'll show you out, Doctor. Uh, and my advice to you is get that step repaired. Someone else might not have your good luck. Two weeks stuck with that blasted foghorn. If that's luck, give me disaster. Hooray, you are sporting, Captain. Captain, let's hop in. Dear Captain of Fatstock, how to divine to see you again. Oh, look, John, they're unloading the luggage. Oh, this is where she's staying. Should be as easy as I. To work, Gino. To work. Huh? <laughs> Capitano, you remember, here was my maid who always travels with me. Pleased to meet you again, sir. As does my accompanist, Igor Wagner, who obviously has to <laughs> accompany me. Delighted, I'm sure. And, Signora, may I introduce our old friend, Professor Calculus? <gasps> Oh, absolutely thrilling to meet you, Professor. The man who makes all those daring ascents in balloons. Uh, no, no, I have never played the spoons, but uh, I am deeply honored, Signora, to meet you at last. Uh, <laughs> so great an artist uh, of such charm, uh, such distinction, uh, such... Sorry, you make me blush. Oh, no, 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 there's no need to rush, but I sincerely hope so, Signora. Ernesto, please. So the Signora to our room immediately. Exquisite. But first, Irma, where is my little something for dear Capitano Dry Dock? Here we are, Signora. Ah, carissimo. Capitano of Scotch, meet Iago. Hello, I can hear you. Blistering barnacles of parrot. Hello, who's a pretty boy then? Oh, now what? Hello? Hello, I can hear you. Hello? Hello, I can hear you. Hello, I can hear you. Hello, I can hear you. Will you shut up? Hello, Not I you. can hear you. Who is it? Hello. Captain Haddock. Hello. Hello, I can hear you. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sir. Wrong number. Dying a pair of pig's ears to you too, sir. Will that man never let me be? See, I told you, beer was fine. Oh, sir, sir. Uh, in the drive, a whole horde of gypsies. They say you invited them to camp in the grounds. That's right, Nestor. Show them into the big meadow, down by the street. But, sir, if I may be so bold, sir, they're nothing but thieving rogues. It is all right, Signora. I have your case right here. So I can breathe again. <gasps> you see, Captain Padlock, I carry with me at all times an emerald whose worth is beyond compare. Those gypsies, sir, they'll only make trouble for you, sir. Trouble? How can I be worse trouble? Go and see to them, Nestor. But, sir, I... Nestor! Very good, sir. I'll go, Captain. Nestor has so much to do in the house already. And please, please, Captain Stockford. Right. The reason for my visit is solitude. No reporters, no photographers, no public. 
felicity. I, Cassafiori, the world's greatest opera diva, demand to be left in absolute peace. Yes, so do I. Hello, I can hear you. Ah, my little Iago. Oh, I don't know about you lot, but I can't stand animals that talk. <laughs> I hope you'll say he will be a happy one. If there's anything you need, don't hesitate to call in at the hall. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.
What a glorious morning, eh, Snowy? Oh, goody, that means walking. <laughs> Just the sort of morning to have a look under Castafiore's window. Oh, that's what you get for speaking to Sonia Butters. There, that's the one. It's quite a height. Well, well, well. Footprints in the flower bed, right under the window. Was she telling the truth after all? With the window that high, I'd say it was a tall story. <laughs> hmm. The ivy climbs right up to her window. Oh, no. It would never support a man's weight. Are you going to stand here all day talking to yourself? Child, maybe. But then there'd be traces of the climb. Silly question. Anyway, the footprints are those of an adult. Now, we've got to work out whose. Find the shoes to match the footprints, and we have our culprit. <laughs> Back to the hall, Snowy. The captain must be getting lonely. <laughs> I said to myself, Jolie and I said, I'm in the area, so now's your chance to say howdy to the ancient mariner. Oh. <laughs> and what a stroke of luck I did, eh? Oh, yes, the gods are definitely on my side, Mr. Wag. Hello, I can hear you. Oh, yeah, I can hear you, too. Hello, oh, my dear, Mr. Yago, how clever you are. What a scream, eh? What a scream, eh? Oh. Who's a clever boy, then? Who? Me? Or the parrot? Oh. <laughs> Of the week, ciao. Oh, 
a hound one to death. There is no escape. Oh, well, one must expect it. The price of fire. Ah, yeah, but you definitely said no interviews, nothing. Oh, of course, Paris Plage is Paris Plage, you know. Not like those pigs on Tempo di Roma. Flicker of respect for an artista. So I refuse them now. But I must practice with Wagner. Ciao. I put dear Iago beside you. Hello, I can hear you. Oh, intelligent, my friend. Oh, yeah, what a sweet little birdie. Oh, ciao. So, those footprints were made by Mr. Wagner. It seems we have a suspect, Snowy, but not a crime. <laughs> Things get curiouser and curiouser. <laughs> Just as things at Marlinspike were becoming curiouser, at Captain Haddock, they were becoming bleaker. Hello? I can hear you. Hello, I can hear you. Terribly sorry, Constable. What do you use to dial with, sausages? Trapped in his home, unable to escape the madness of the Marlinspike routine. Well, someone close that door before I go stop very mad. That's all. Do I have to remind everyone about that stuff? The longer time went on, the more it seemed the odds were stacked I'll against get it. I'll get it. Allow me. Allow me. Hello, I can hear you. Hello, I can hear you. Paris Lash. Paris Lash. You're on your way. Splendid. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. The time had most definitely come to order the captain a motorized wheelchair. <laughs> Oh, hello, Cuthbert. Pruning your roses? No, no, they're not roses. Why on earth would I be pruning them? Great news, Captain. I have succeeded in raising a completely new variety of rose. Oh, well done. Splendid. Better than building rockets and chasing off into the blue. On the contrary, Captain. It's white. And such a white. Early, sparkling, immaculate. What was that? And the name? Ah, ah you will never guess. Who shouted? I never doubted it, Captain. It was a completely original idea. I think I may say an inspiration. Wait, Gino, out of here. <laughs> hey, stop. Whoever you are. Yes, I think it will go far. It's handled correctly. Whoever infected trees. That won't start. Blast! Your cast is on for a good reason, Captain. Yeah. Now, I told you the rose is white. Now, what is white in Italian? Come back, you blithering troglodytes! Well, perhaps in Swahili. Uh, no, it is Bianca. Bianca, you follow me? Who were those ectoplasms, bolting like rabbits? What? Here, in the garden? Captain, <laughs> show a little dignity. Yes. Bianca, this rose shall be called Bianca Castafiore. <laughs> a charming compliment, don't you think? But the world must wait. You mustn't breathe a word. I implore you, it must be a complete surprise. What? Which? A surprise? Oh. I knew I could count on you, no! Captain. Get me out of here. He's worse than the babbling parrot. Ah, it started. No, not carrots. <laughs> Roses. Yours. What's it all about? Strangers in the park. Strange sounds at night. If only I could get my hands on it. Why, Gemma, what's she up to? There must be a way. Well, I'll stop here in that. Ah, Captain Haddock. I see you're getting some fresh air. Missing particles? 
She won't stop. You haven't seen my gold embroidery scissors and Emma. my thimble. I... Help! 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 Don't mind that hill. My lord, oh, why me? Look at this, my love. That is super. The pond makes a smashing backdrop, Caster. But then everything does when I need it. What a deal! Look, make a run for it. I'm a one step ahead of you, Chris. Oh, oh, that is Capitano. Oh, 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 back on the dry land. Oh, or like a child with a new toy. I see I must call the girl. Oh, but I... And look oh, at your hair. Oh, when will you learn to brush it and stop looking like a scruffy little school boy? I nearly drowned. Hold it there. What? Let me introduce Christopher Willoughby Drew, Marco Rizzato of Fairy Plan. Hello. Hi, darling. Well, gentlemen, now that you've all met, oh. I will release you. Right. Roam about in the garden as you please. Captain Hassock and I will expect you to laugh. No, goodbye. No. Allora, Carl. You asked well, Marco, what do you make of it, huh? The same as you, chum. This is a sensation. It's the highest quality apparatus. Flute. And you take It's a deal. Now, back to the piano before anyone notices. Poor old Castor Fiore. She won't suspect a thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure or not, Marco, my boy, it's a sound. I could have just see the cover. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. A gardener. Come on, we'll try to pump him, eh? Okay, let's go. <laughs> um, good morning, my good man. Uh, Christopher Willoughby Droop and Marco Risotto of Furry Flash. You're offering cash, eh? <laughs> so that's it. The captain's already tattled to the papers about my new rose, the old gossip. Oh, um, um, yeah, just a minute. Oh, great shot, great shot. Off the record, sir. Is there something in the wind between Castor Fiore and Captain Haddock? Uh, plans for a wedding, am I right? It was the captain who told you, wasn't it? So, it's true. Not blue. White. Huh? Great. Sunspots, and he promised to say nothing. It was to have been a surprise. Oh, yes, I quite understand. A smile? Oh, great shot, yes. How soon will it be? It all depends on the weather, but it could happen any day now. Ah! <laughs> Can you um, give me any little snippets about you know, how they first met, for example? Precisely. It was two years ago at the Chelsea Flower Show. As I said to Captain Haddock, it was truly a moment of inspiration. It's all a matter of cross-pollination. <laughs> Cuts the butcher. Yeah, and a slice of addict to you too. Good morning, this is Mr. Bolt of Bolt's the builders you can trust. Oh, Captain. Yeah, I've got a screw missing. Well, not that I'm aware. Yeah, yes, yeah. Martha, will you get my toolbox? I have to count the screws. Thundering typhoons! If he doesn't come tomorrow. I'll have a quiet pipe and read the papers. Very flash now, which I'm safe as 
so. I say, but the, the, what? Oh, I, congratulations, I, Captain. I had no idea. May I be so bold as to offer my felicitous congratulations? My dear friend, how happy I am to hear the news. Whatever's the matter, Captain? Billions of blue, blistering particles in a flaming, hundred tornado. Yeah. Would you mind get my hands on a miserable molecule of mildew who'll bring up this morning? Bianca Castafiore met her future husband, retired Admiral Hammock. <laughs> I wonder who told them that. No! There's more at the bottom of the page. He opens his heart to parrot she gave him. Hello, I can hear you. Wait till I get my hands on you. Captain Wood Black. <laughs> have you seen the marvellous article in Paris Flash? Yes, I have seen it, madam. Oh, see, it's priceless, isn't it? But it doesn't mean a thing. The newspapers have already engaged with the Maharaja of Gopal, the Baron Almazo, the Lord Chamberlain of Zidavia, the Colonel Sponsor, the Marquise de Gorgonzola, Tutil Mondo. So you see, I'm quite used to it. Well, I'm not, madam. Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, So, the TV boys have arrived. It's now or never, Gino. In you go, mix with all that crowd and get to work. Just you stop me. I'll wait in the car just down the road, okay? This is going to be fun. Hey, you forgot this. The camera. If nothing else, it will help me blend in. They'll think I'm part of the crew. The perfect alibi. Huh? <laughs> Hello, good evening and bon venue. Tonight is rather a special occasion. For the first time on live TV, Bianca Castafiore will sing... Blistering barnacles. I'm surrounded by television screens. At least I don't have to be in the same room as her. Your tour then continues, Signora, to North America. They're longing to hear me. Poor Americans. What have they done to deserve it? coming in here to shelter from the ensuing storm. Costume change for Mr. Beats. Clear the floor. I'm a lovely couple of script changes. But now on supervision, the North Bank Show. Hello. Good evening and welcome to Marlin Spike Hall. And now, viewers, the moment we've all been waiting for, the divine Castafiore will sing the jewel song from, from the foul. From the forest, yes. <laughs> Oh, 
that was a bang of which Berlioz would have been justifiably proud. Sorry, folks. We seem to be having some technical difficulties. My jewels! We now, now, take short. But please, uh, uh, stay tuned. Right! I want names! I want Catrill! <laughs> Working with Melvin was never like this! Why did you get my hands on the miserable night? <laughs> my career! Oh, yes, no, but I fear we're still very much in the dark. Did you get it, Gino? Oh, see, see, see. A beauty. Oh, what a beauty. <laughs> Good work, Gino. If this doesn't make us rich, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> my career. My career. Oh, you shut up. I thought I'd installed you for pleasure. <laughs> ah, there you are, Captain. Well, you've missed all the fun. Oh, what? Whatever happened? <laughs> Oh, I see. Having a kip. I brought along her insurance policy. Quick, as someone call the police. Oh, there's no need for that. <laughs> I'm registered. We interrupt this program for an emergency news flash. The Fiori Emerald has been stolen. The Fiori Emerald has been stolen. The Blistering barnacles, it was an accident. I've told you. That's what you said, precisely. That's what we said. It's the man with the camera you want. He's was man. Mr. Tintin when the lights went out. If I may be so bold, have you considered the photographer? But gentlemen, I was the one who spotted the photographer running away. <laughs> Shouldn't you be after the photographer? <laughs> if you followed up that mystery photographer. <laughs> Everyone's talking about this gardener. Surely here's your man. Ha, ha, ha. So, no, I suppose you think it was a photographer too. These two are crazy. Investigazione continuo in Roberto Castafiori Emerald Saga. Update on the Castafiori Emerald Saga. We are now doing show Fresh 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 where our reporter is waiting for a statement to be made any moment now. Gentlemen, I'm standing on the steps of Marlon's Spike Hall itself. In just a few minutes, Scotland Yard will be... Ah, here they come now. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? Please, Miss Tate, stand with it, after lengthy questioning and careful analysis of the facts, yes. we have come to a startling conclusion. An amazing deduction. The prime suspect, ladies and gentlemen, is without a shadow of doubt, the photographer. Has that parrot escaped again? Of course. To make fun of a poor, weak woman. Mind the steps. I am well aware of this threat, Captain Hitchcock. I am not a child. Now look at this. But no. Tell me it's not a disgrace. Tempo the Roma. That they call a magazine. Look at that photograph. Why, I'd say it was very good like this. Like that? Yes. Like that? Yes. Oh, that is so much. Well, I don't know what they say. 
They say my beauty is not past compare. It's past itself by date. <laughs> what? Um, I'm sorry. Mm. Right. Defend the cad. The man that left yokel. <gasps> the limit. And it's not just a question of insult. It's far worse than that. Worse than that? What do you mean? I mean the captain pugwash. <laughs> that the photograph was taken here by a reporter from the temple. And he got in without a soul knowing. You let people use this house like, like a hotel. <laughs> hotel. What? The photograph? Let me see. Look. The cameras. The piano in the background. The photo was obviously taken during the TV broadcast. Huh? So that's how they did it. It's all your fault. I... You should have better security, didn't I tell you? I wanted to be alone. But don't you see, madam? He was the photographer. He didn't steal your everything. Ha! The devil. Worst captain. What? He stole my rest. You take that no one's about. Now's my chance. So, the photographer is eliminated from the proceedings. Perhaps then my pendulum is correct. <laughs> now, what's the Thompson's number? Uh, yeah. Ah, there we are. Hello, hello. Goodness gracious, someone's on the line. Now listen here, Tintin. I'm about to phone the Thompsons and tell them some very interesting news. They're gone? Oh, dear. That's dreadful. You see, it obviously wasn't the photographer. I know. That's why we're ringing. I am not singing. I'm being serious. Though I am not accusing anyone, you understand? My pendulum, my ever-reliable pendulum, is pointing northeast in the direction of the gypsy camp. Yes, they are the villains, not a shadow or duck. You're a genius, We'll be over immediately. Splendid. In the meantime, I'll call the Thompsons. <laughs> The gypsies who were camping near Marlin's bike at the time of the are currently assisting police in their inquiries. Our reporter, for of your science, went down to Marlin's bike and spoke to the officer in charge of the case. And when we searched their caravans, we made a startling discovery. Starting with cover. Not only did we discover a pair of scissors belonging to Signora Castafiore's blade, but in one of their caravans, we found a Okay. <laughs> Obviously, the emerald could only have been stolen by a man climbing the wall, and that man has been found. The monkey. To be precise, our man is a monkey. Ha, ha, ha. Naturally, the Romanists have completely denied all the allegations. Our reporter managed to get a few brief words as they were taken into custody. We deny all charges. But what about the missing scissors? Miaka, Miaka, they were found in your caravan. All that's left now is for the Thompsons to discover the emerald. And for a couple like them, that should be child's play. Poor gypsies. I'm still convinced they're innocent. Scales, scales, scales. <laughs> I'm beginning to feel like a fish. Poor Mr. Wagner. And of course, the footprints. You know, Snowy, we might just have the crime to fit our suspect. What have you found in the flower bed, Snowy? Well, I wouldn't call it a shrub. Oh, well done, Snowy. Someone's hidden a ladder down here. But why outside this particular window? Well, since it's here, we'll make use of it. 
Hop onto my back. Oh, why can't we use the door like everyone else? <laughs> Up we go. Through the window. Straight into the maritime gallery. Well, 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 Wagner. So that's your character. A tape recorder. It's a playback of his own scales. What's it all in aid of? I don't know, but could I get down now? <laughs> well, Mr. Wagner, I aim to find out. First, I'll put the ladder back, and then it's time to go into hiding. Oh, he's back. <laughs> oh. Can I give you a hand with that ladder? No, thanks. I can make... Good afternoon, Mr. Wagner. You see, I'm a gambler. I have to find a way of disappearing now and then. Oh, sounds like a shaggy dog story. So, Mr. Wagner, did you disappear when the emerald was stolen? No, it was, it was playing the piano. Of course you were. But when the lights went out, you stopped playing. It was a squeeze, admittedly, but you had time to rush upstairs and take the emerald. But how did I know the lights were going to go out? Because you're an opportunist. Or just plain desperate. You are a gambler, after all. Listen, I have maybe a lot of things, but I'm not a thief. You must believe me. So, how do you explain your footprints under Castafiore's window? Oh, yes, but after she thought she saw someone outside her window, I did to investigate. It may not so, but I have a great concern for her welfare. I only to play the piano. Why should I trust you to tell the truth? Well, of course, look at this photograph here in Tempo di Roma. It was taken after the lights went out. I'm in the background. It's the piano. So, you are innocent. Oh, drat. That's put the dog amongst the pigeons. Very well, Mr. Wagner. But I suggest in future you find another less hazardous way of spending your money. It's a... Oh, you're standing up. Oh, good morning to you, Pastor the doctor's just taken off the plaster. No idea how good it is to be on my own two feet again. Oh, it grieves me to cloud your happiness, caro capitano. But I have a sad news for you. What? I must leave you tomorrow. Oh, no. They are clamoring for me at La Scala in Milano. Oh. I must sacrifice my happiness to their applause and leave without... Without my... Oh. My precious little emerald. Oh. Accept these humble roses, the first of a new variety I have created. I have ventured oh. to give them your beautiful name, oh. <laughs> Bianca. Oh, they are exquisite. <gasps> Let me embrace you. Goodbye, dear lady. Come back soon. I heard that had a... 
But it wasn't just her friends the Castafiore was leaving behind. Oh, this time she's really gone. No more scales. No more air, my jewels. Shut up. Shut up! 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 No, no, Captain, it ain't my fault. No, it ain't your fault neither. You see, I had a touch of flu. Well, it's impossible. Maybe the beginning of next week. I was just checking my diary. Hello? Oh, he's hung up. I can't understand these folks. Give themselves high blood pressure, that's what they'll do. Now then, let's have a nice listen to the wireless mouth, though, shall we? Triumph, superlative, sublime, proclaims the Italian breath. An ecstatic audience acclaim the divine Cassafiore's overwhelming performance in Rossini's Ragazza Ladra. But still, the Nightingale mourns the loss of her most precious jewel. Police investigations continue in the Marlin's right area as the gypsies languish in jail. Was the monkey used to spirit away the magnificent gift of the Maharaja of Nepal? Britain is still in the grip of a sweltering... Still that ridiculous idea of a thieving monkey. Who ever heard of an animal so well-trained that it goes straight to a particular object? Oh, how about me, for instance? Talking of animals, do you know what that bill is? But, but great snakes, why not? Well, I'm not yet. There's no time to explain, Captain. Oh. I want you to phone the Thompsons and tell them to come over immediately. <laughs> I'll need you all to talk popular down by the street. <laughs> What's it all about, Tintin? The emerald, Captain. The Castafiore emerald. <laughs> There's no it. Uh, by the tree. But where's Tintin? This smells like a wild goose. To be precise, this smells like wild goose. <laughs> I tell you, this time he's gone round the bend. Hello, gentlemen. What? Well, where? Oh, should I say out of this tree? Up here. Blistering barnacles. What do you think up there, lad? Get into the bottom of things, Captain. This is me. Little time to play games to play, young man. Now, what have we here in this little nest? Nest? Ah, one thimble. What? One monocle. What? I don't one monocle. And one large green sparkling emerald. Tintin, you are a genius. Here, catch. No! Oh, okay, Tintin. What on earth suddenly made you think of a magpie? Well, you remember the name of the opera they mentioned on the radio? Oh, I don't know. Pizza or Ragazzi or something. La Gazza Ladra. In other words, the thieving magpie. In the light dawn. Um, yes, Mr. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, of course. What uh, light? I thought to myself, there's a Gazza Ladra somewhere around. <laughs> but where? What about the spot where Miaka found the scissors? They must have fallen from the robber's hiding place. So, I ran to look. And there was the nest. <laughs> well, that clears the gypsies. Just our luck. The one time we managed to catch the culprits, they turned out to be innocent. It's really too bad. Oh, they've done it on purpose. Anyway, thanks to us, the emerald has turned up. We've done it. All we have to do is, is to turn it on. And so at last, the mystery of the Castafiore emerald was solved. As the summer drew to a close, only a few loose ends remained to be tied up. Oh, sir, good news. Mr. Bolt's been and fixed the step. What? Oh, you're pulling my leg. I hope not. You've just had that fixed. Blistering barnacles, that's wonderful. Indeed it is, sir. In the end, he's put a board across it. Give the mortar time to say. I expect he warned you. No, he didn't, but it's quite obvious. Uh, maybe I'm just mentioning it for your own good. For heaven's sake, remember, don't put your foot on that step. Right, Captain. Indeed, sir. For the next few days, you must step over it like that. 
You understand? Yes, Captain. Very good, sir. It's perfectly easy. You just have to think what you're doing. Who's <laughs> that? Oh, it is me again. I forgot to tell you. Oh, Mr. Oh. Yeah, it's the builder you can trust. No, it doesn't. It's a real shame. I just popped back to say, wait a day or two before using that step. Shame. A lovely bit of marble that was. <laughs> the Castafiore Emerald starred Lionel Jeffries as Captain Haddock, Andrew Sachs as Snowy, Richard Pierce as Tintin, Charles Kay as the Thompson Twins, Stephen Moore as Professor Calculus and featured a special guest star appearance by Miriam Margulies as Castafiore. It also starred Stephen Thorne as Nestor, Paul Panting as Risotto, and Una Beeson as Irma. The Adventures of Tintin by Hergé are dramatized by Simon Eastwood, the music is by Roger Lim, and the program produced by John York. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.